Podcast. Oh, it's me, and I am here with the Benjamin Bliss. Ben, look at your face. Good day. Gorgeous face. This is a great thing to say to kick off a podcast. Is look at your face. They can't see my my face. They can't see your <laughs> fucking face. I can't. It's, you look exhausted. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's eight thirty on a Friday night. It's 8.30 on a Friday night, and you look fucking destroyed. I just chased a naked toddler for a half an hour trying to get her to bed. But again, you have two. Well, so. yeah, yeah, I was going to say, the perk is soon you can chain, chase multiple naked children all at once. Yeah. That's going to be well, fucking thing, great. Yeah, it's like, so pregnant, I kind of have to do all of the chasing, so I am kind of going to be happy to have some backup. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I found out that the Finicky podcast actually only has about 10 or 11 followers, but that the 12th follower. Uh, we have more than 10. Yeah, it's um, it, it is. It is your wife. And she's going to love hearing you complaining about how hard it is for you while she's pregnant. She's going to love that. <laughs> pregnant women love to hear how hard it is for for husbands. They love that. It's not a safe space. You're it's fucking confused. Fucking, you're confused. All right, we are here. We are going to talk fantasy football, naked kids, and why Ben Bliss is totally fucked having his second kid. But first, we're going to look at the free agent offers report, and we're going to see what kind of uh, news we got going on there in the uh, waiver wire, because we had some pretty big news. Did you look at the waiver wire at all, Ben Bliss? No, not today. No, you haven't looked at it at all. Because Ben Bliss, you still have two hundred dollars. Yeah, well, I've been doing the picks after the. I've been picking up players after it goes through. I'm saving. Look, I'm saving them for my playoff run. Yeah, you're saving all your money. Oh no, I mean, I'm just. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna wait till the season gets closer to being over, and then I'm gonna look and see who you need, and I'm gonna mm. overbid. Every time, because oh, I have all my money. That's brutal. That's my that's my retribution for you jinxing me two years in a row. I don't three love years. hearing that. I don't. What? I even jinxed you. I've assisted you. No. Morale wise, I've assisted no, you. No. Oh, no. No morale and no wins since you jinxed me. You put a hex on me. I don't think that's true. It's um, 100%. All right. Well, let's look at the waiver report. Um, well, you since you didn't look, let's try to guess. Who do you think was the number one number one waiver pickup this week? No idea. No idea. It's George Kittle to oh, JP. Fucked up. What? Yeah, he is. He is completely fucked up. Um, how much do you think JP spent on a fucked up George Kittle? Isn't he super fucked up? He's kind of fucked up. He's on the IR. He'll be back in a couple weeks. How much did JP spend on a kind of fucked up George Kittle? Fifty. Ooh, higher. 75? Ooh, higher. $82. Really? Oh, yeah. Where's my fucking reggae horn? God damn it. Reggae horn. Reggae. There it is. JP, you win. George Kittle, $82. Second place. 
went oh. to DeAndre Booker for 55 big ones. <laughs> Congratulations, Derge, for dropping Peyton Barber, who's now healthy, for a Devontae Booker, who might have the might have the gig for a while. I think Booker's actually a good, a decent running back. And, you know, uh, Will, Will Disley's available. You could have gotten him for free instead of dropping $82 on George Kittle. <laughs> Are you dro- you're just dropping fire on JP. I'm just saying. Yikes. All right. So moving on, then I spent $15 on Geno Smith, and then I spent $15 on Kadarius Coney. Was anyone else wanting Kadarius Tony? No. But... Yeah, Gino, probably. Right? Was Derage wanting Gino Smith for eleven dollars? Yes, and did he get him? No. <laughs> Fuck you, Derage. <laughs> Fuck you. Fifteen dollars. Like you're looking at like six starts, and he looked pretty good. Like yeah, I was actually really. That's impressed. right. I thought for a half a second. Was it Lockett that tripped? That wasn't even his fault. Not that even that his game fault. Blown. We're gonna get into the Gino Smith potential wagon towards the end of this episode. Oh, okay. We're going to keep on going. Sorry. After that, it was just linebackers, defense, Packers coach, Alex Singleton. No one cares about any of that shit. So we'll move on from the waiver wires. Oh, that wasn't necessary. But, like, you know, those guys are boring. And uh, we'll look into the free agent budget summary, which, yeah, I just wanted to call out to the people who are saving their money uh, like the apocalypse is coming. Uh, yeah, we do have Andrew Bottom, who has $200. We do have Christopher Antez, who also has $200. We have Stephanie Tucker, who has $200. And we have you, Ben Bliss. Can you call me by my team name, please? And we have you, LASIK, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we got that. Uh, You're really loving it. You're really loving having all your money. Uh, Right now, the lowest amount of money is Snake, who has $63. Derage is 95. Everyone else is somewhere between 100 and 150. Yeah, uh, and, uh, oh, and Lyle is 167. So, you know, it's all over the board. Could go wild. Could go wild later with free agent budget. You know, if a good player comes out, it's a lot of people to spend money. Um, I figured this episode, because it's week six, which with the new schedules, like one third of the season in, we would take a look. At uh, maybe the most valuable draft picks so far, like you know, people who or, or just picks overall, maybe it's a waiver pick, maybe it's that um, most valuable quarterback. Ben Bliss, who would you guess has been the most valuable Tom quarterback? Tom Brady. You wouldn't Wait, be wrong. A, how we judge, is this a percentage off of the round they were drafted? Yeah, in? Yeah, like round versus where they are, and you know, ranks as a top of everything. And you're not yeah, wrong. Gotta, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady. Drafted in the fifth round, uh, Tom Brady has 152 points, uh, and that is for Snake. Snake has that, and uh, he's had himself a hell of a year so far. You think it'll yeah. continue? I, I mean, fuck. Like I thought it was done three years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's old. Did you know he's so old? He's so old. But I think I think the thing is, is that they've given him. So many offensive weapons that, yeah, I do think it continues. I mean, like, Jesus, like, look at look at who we can throw to. Like, he's just got too many options. They built him a team where he doesn't have to do shit but throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, I and it's funny when this all started, you were like, oh, he's got Godwin, he's got Evans. It's Antonio Brown. 
Antonio yeah. Brown is his top, his top guy now. I don't know what to say about that. So you know, the whole the whole conspiracy was like when Antonio Brown did all. Okay, well we're gonna open up another door here. But oh no, let's open this door. Let's open this that, door and let's walk into it. Okay, well the whole when all that weird shit with AB went down, the conspiracy was is he was supposed to go to the Patriots. Remember that? Yeah, I do. So and he had no problem fucking going all in on destroying John Gruden. And granted, that video was super weird, but I, I'm just saying, did it come? Maybe AB had a point that Gruden's a piece of shit, and maybe he was supposed to go to the Patriots, and maybe this is all by design. I'm just saying. Man, bliss dropping some fucking deep thoughts. I like I'm this. Just- I like this. Same. This is a nice conspiracy theory kind of lined out, and I'm not I'm not totally against it. Right? Think about it. He also had that weird car shit for a while. I don't remember what was happening, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. he had some weird things on the side there too. But honestly, but I'm not saying. against it. I, I, I think that his his travels, he wanted out of the Raiders so bad, maybe he knew it before anybody else. Yeah. Um Agreed. either way. It was kind of the same thing in if you re, if we're really opening this door. It was a lot of the same shit they were saying about Roethlisberger four years ago. And it was a lot of the same accusation, right? Am I crazy? I just played the lightning sound again for you, Ben Bliss. Ben Bliss is all over this pod. Look at you, our deep, deep insider. This is the kind of shit that gets Zach fired up. Right now, Zach is in his car fucking laying on the horn for no reason in the turn lane because he's so fucking fired up about all this conspiracy theory. I can't wait. Or like, what do you think? I know. I I actually, I I mean, you connect the dots and you look. Antonio Brown seemed like a goddamn insane person. What happened? Oh, is the door open? Is she in trouble? Is Ben Bliss in trouble? No, she just needs the monitor. Come in and say hi to Julia. Oh! A pregnant wife. I've got one of those. Look at that. You're pregnant. Emily's pregnant. This is great. Oh, this is great. We're doing, we're doing the podcast. You're oh. on the podcast right now. Right now. You're, you want? I don't want to say anything gets you in trouble. Pregnancy is a gift. No, that was it. I said it already. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shit like that. All right. Here we go. Um, we're gonna, we're, I'm not going to cut it. I'm too lazy. I can't do it. All right. Moving on. That was a glare. That was a glare. It's the number one thing she didn't want to hear. All right. Moving on. Uh, we're moving on to the number, the number, the next most valuable pick at running back. Uh, who did you think would be, I mean, it's a tie, really, the way I see it. You could say... There are two players, the most valuable pick at running back. What do you got? Uh, well, I, can you, you don't define need to pick how one. judging it? Because that well, there's two ways. Value would be who went the latest that's having the biggest impact, or is it about who's just scoring the most points? Here's the thing. I'll, I'll give you a cheat code. Uh, it has to do with how much this person is leading everyone else in points. Would that be Derrick Henry? It would be fucking Derrick Henry. At the second overall pick, he is... At least 30 points ahead of the person in second place. Yeah, it's pretty no, fucking pretty. insane. Well, that's what he went like, obviously. He went second so- overall. So yeah. really, it was just Zach who fucked up so right. much, you know. Uh, and wait, by the way, can we talk about, what did I say about C-Mac 
back before the season started in our he pod. A, he had a, a body built of Swiss cheese. Loser. Did I say that he should not go one overall? I believe you did. I believe you did. I don't remember what you said should go first overall. It's probably. I think I I said Camara, but you probably said Camara, so you we can forget that part. But I did say C-Mac should not go first overall, and you disagreed with me. It's true. It's true. I did. I did. And you know what? You 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 win. win. Uh, I mean, we'll see how it goes. This is week six, but yes, you're right. Uh, Derrick Henry's doing great. Uh, C-Mac is uh, limping to the finish line, but I actually had beyond all those uh, Austin Eckler as our most valuable pick because bottom snagged him in the second round. And he is the number two running back overall in finicky. Austin Eckler is? Austin Eckler. And that might just have to do with the Chargers being fucking insane right now. Um, Austin And I thought that I actually, I really thought that Herbert would be the most valuable quarterback, but Herbert was drafted before Tom Brady, so what are you going to do? But sticking on the Chargers, you might be able to guess who is the most valuable wide receiver. Keenan Allen? Fuck no. On the Chargers? Mike Williams is the number one overall valuable wide receiver in Finicky football. We just talked about, oh, we're doing value. We're back to value. Yeah, we're back to value. Wide receiver wise, Mike Williams has 85 points. He is the number one overall wide receiver, and he was drafted in the, do you want to guess, round? Third, fourth, 12th. What? Mike Williams went in the 12th round, and Zach snagged him. And I will say, there's actually a pretty close second place for this, and so it's honorable mention. Uh, do you want to guess who the honorable mention is? Give me a team. Well, it's the Bengals. No, I don't want to guess. Jamar Chase is the... F- <laughs> shit, wrong sound, wrong sound, is the fifth best wide receiver <laughs> in finicky football, and he was drafted in the 10th round by bottom. Um, all right. So then we're going to go number one, most valuable pick as far as tight end is concerned. And this person wasn't even drafted, but was snagged in free agency for $0 and is the third best tight end in finicky. Who's the guy on Baltimore? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews was drafted. So you did a bad job there. I'm on the spot. He's had some good games. It is Dawson Knox has three points less than Travis Kelsey, and he was undrafted to Ben Derage, the better Ben, as we call it. Uh, no, that's not. I'm no. Benjamin. That's different. <laughs> um, do you want to be- guess who is the best defense? He was drafted. Probably the Colts. No, oh, fucking. Are you kidding me? Jesus. No, it is the Bills. The Bills are the best defense, and they were drafted by Bottom. So Bottom is on this board at least twice. Zach's on the board. Derrick's on the board. Actually, Bottom's on this board three times, which is why. Are any of them, are any of them close to my one in four record? Uh, they're doing a little bit better. All right, I'll give you one last choice. Uh, there are two kickers that are tied. One of them was drafted. One of them was not. You don't even have to pick their names. Just tell me the teams. What are the best kickers in Finicky? God damn it. Just pick teams. teams. Uh, You don't even say names. I mean, I base this on nothing, but I (laughs) 
The Colts kicker from Georgia. I love that guy. How the hell do you love the Colts so much? No, <laughs> no. It's just we're gonna we're gonna skip this. It is uh, Zach McKee drafted uh, Tyler Bass or Bass from the Bills yeah. and Darje snacked. Uh, far was it six sixty five year old Matt Prater off of the Colts? No, sorry, not the Colts. Thank you. Fuck you. It no, the it's Colts. the Cardinals. I was correct. The Cardinals. On. I was right for seven dollars. All right, we're moving on. Speaking of the Cardinals, did you hear? Well, this is uh breaking news. Uh, breaking news. Cliff Kingsbury is out for one. Oh, week. I did. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got COVID. So That's- um. I have a question for you. If the Cardinals win without Cliff Kingsbury, am I officially wrong that he is the worst coach in the NFL? And that, um, it, yeah, am I wrong? Wouldn't that make you right? Sorry, you're right. If they lose, you're right. If they lose, am I officially wrong? <laughs> Who are they playing? That's the bigger part of the. Hold on, let me look. Well, a smarter person would have looked that up. Well, you didn't prepare me. No, for... no, no. Uh, Cleveland. They're playing Cleveland. So if they oh. lose to Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I would say if they lose to Cleveland, you're probably wrong. But who would be worse? Because this isn't just your theory. I've heard this I can't believe. I mean, they have a lot of great players. And they just did it again. They just traded for Zach Ertz. Like, they're getting yeah. good players. It's not a yeah. long-term play anymore. It is an immediate play for victories. I just don't think any of it has to do with Cliff Kingsbury. But then again, Kyler Murray is the best quarterback in football. So I don't know. You tell me. Am I wrong? Did Cliff Kingsbury is an idiot. The best quarterback in football? Yeah, he's got the best QBR. He's number one in scoring, 75% completed passes. He's the best quarterback in football. Is that more because of the people around him, or is it because Cliff Kingsbury is a goddamn genius? No, it's pro- it cannot be Cliff Kingsbury, right? Well, that's what I would say. I was speaking to myself in a void. All right. We're moving on from that. We're just going to move on. We're moving on to week six. Oh, buddy. All right. What game should we look at first? Let's take a look at Lyle versus Derge. You got this bad boy up? I'm going to go get it. Just going to keep rolling lightning sounds until you figure it out. What's that? I'm just getting nothing. Don't worry about it. Okay. So Lyle is two and three. He's against Derge, who is three and two. And Derge has been working the wire like his like like his classic self. I feel like there was a couple a couple weeks there, probably two of them, where he wasn't exactly working the wire like usual. But now he is. So you look at this matchup. What do you see, Benjamin Bliss? Uh uh, <laughs> the first thing you should do is sub out Chubb. <laughs> yes, Lyle, the first thing it. Andrew Lyle should do is sub out Nick Chubb. That is true. Lyle's actually got a decent squad. I feel like he's a little better than his record. DK, Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks. I Mike go. Evans, though, he's not a top wide receiver anymore. DK is now getting passes from Geno Smith. Yeah, but the I don't thing know is, if he's trending in the right direction, Andrew Lyle. I don't know. I got to take Lyle in this game. No shit. Yeah, All right. I see the upset. I like it. He's got James Conner, who has actually put points on the board. Um, 
<laughs> I think I think he's got DK. I still think that Mike Evans is a is a potential. Uh, you know. Well, I'm even though I will say Derrige is playing the Cardinals coach, who I completely don't believe in. Um, he's been working the wire. He's got Booker, who's gonna probably play pretty fresh. He's got Dawson Knox, although. I guess Lyle has Dalton Schultz. Those are the two top white waiver wire pickups at tight end. That's number three yeah. and number five overall. Um, if the Colts shut down Brandon Cooks, if DK Metcalf is catching passes from the guy, I think he is. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where we're going to watch Aaron Rodgers throw touchdowns to Devontae Adams, and that's going to uh, – I don't know. Here's the thing. If I were Andrew Lyle – oh, and this is my question for you. If Tua is activated – do you play Tua or do you play oh, Daniel, Daniel Jones? Jones against Daniel Jones against the Rams? Yeah, I love, I love anyone playing Jacksonville. So I yeah. gotta go Tua. If you can plug it's, in it's, Tua, I like Tua a lot actually. Feeling a little bit better there. And oh man, yeah, I don't know. I, anyone against the Rams. I do love the lead. Here's the thing. Okay, before we leave this matchup and I make the call, Leonard Fournette. Is the prophecy, has it been fulfilled? Is Leonard Fournette, former top five pick, is he now an RB1? I feel I think Ronald Jones is the RB1. Did you watch Thursday's game? Out of the corner of my eye. Well, I was chasing a naked toddler, but I saw Ronald Jones get a lot of carries. <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah, it looks like Leonard Fournette is the guy. It's, it's not Ronald Jones. Oh, really? I know Ronald Jones is also a first-round pick, but he was a bottom-of-the-barrel first-round pick. Like... I think they're going to take Leonard Fournette and, I mean, puns, run with it. I, I think he's the guy. And 24 points, I don't think that's going to be a one-time occasion unless, you know, Brady's going to go five touchdowns every week. I think Lyle's in a good spot with Fournette. I do think Derrige wins this week. That is my I disagree. I disagree. Lyle, oh, remember who your friend is. <laughs> Lyle. Okay. Moving on, let's check out Snake versus Antez. Sermon on the Montgomery versus maybe next week. Um, we talked about Brady and Antonio Brown. That stack is paying dividends. I gotta go Snake. Just even like this is a no-brainer. Sorry, because he's yeah. got Henry and Allen and Chuba and Brady and Josh Allen. Fucking, I mean, this isn't even a. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Now you're right? give it. I mean, I don't love Roethlisberger. I don't love the Roethlisberger play. I feel like I want to vote against it. Yeah. Well, he's got a hill and lock it. Here's one thing I'd like to ask you, and I don't yeah. think that here's the. Th I don't think fantasy football is equipped to deal with this. What if Ertz plays on Sunday? Yeah, I don't, well, how, you tell me. You're the commission. Well, I don't think there's anything technically that stops his touchdowns that he would score. Less seven of them or whatever on Sunday, those should count. Those should count yeah, for Antez. But aren't you gonna? How does that work? It, it, it doesn't work. There's nothing that happens. It's that all of the points that Ertz scores in this week count for him, him in this matchup. If Zach Ertz starts catching passes for Arizona. I do believe they will just add on to the eight points he's already got. Oh, my God. So this could be like some weird six points. No, eight points. Fuck. He's got eight points. So if he catches two more touchdowns, that's a big week for Zachers. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen, oh, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to be watching this I matchup simply because of that. 
Well, I feel like you're in control. I'm not in control. But wouldn't you? The Cardinals are in control. I'm not going to stop it. If if that's what you're asking, I'm not going to stop it. I'm not going to intervene. I'm going to let nature take its course. (laughs) All right. So I believe we both picked Snake on this because he's projected for a full 40 points over (laughs) Antez. But hey, let's see how bad the Seahawks are and let's see if Zach Ertz can catch some touchdowns. Anyway. Antez. You have a hundred percent more wins than me. It's nothing personal. I just, you know. Remember who your friends are. All Next right, so we're moving on to bottom versus JP. This one's pretty close. It's a fifty percent win probability either way. Jalen Hurts cannot throw touchdowns. Cannot throw for yards. He had hundred and fifteen passing yards and three total touchdowns. You know what that says to me? And everyone's saying it. I'm not the first person with the idea. Do you know what it is, Ben Bliss? You were in Florida for a while. You should recognize what this is. Oh, my God. It's uh, Minshew, right? No, it's Tim Tebow. This is fucking Tim Tebow. All he does is run for touchdowns when he gets to the red zone. Jalen Hurts is Tim Tebow. This is not a a permanent. It's not a bad thing for fantasy. Yeah. What are we talking about here? I'm saying that Jalen Hurts, this is a a short-term girlfriend. This is not going the distance. This is, this ride is over after this season. Jalen Hurts is not going to be the permanent solution in Philadelphia. But yeah, bottom's going to ride it out. He's got two running. Well, no, Lamar Jackson can throw the ball, but Jalen Hurts is a running back who is throwing the ball occasionally. You got Austin Eckler, who you say is the biggest value. He is. Bottom DJ has several values. I think you some know. of them are on his bench right now. But um, yeah, Rob Gronkowski for a while was the third best. Yeah, he's got Chase and he's got Eckler. I think those are two of the steals of the draft. And you really can't be too mad at how Jalen Hurts has given you production. Um, with that, JP has Mixon and Cook, who are playing this week. Hopkins, who's playing McLaren, uh, Terry McLaurin, who's probably going to play. Would you play Allen Robinson? I have no idea. Allen Robinson is the Justin Fields, probably not. He's the 70th ranked wide receiver. 70th quarterback problem, right, dude? Yes, it is not an Allen Robinson problem. There's nothing he can do about it, except now somehow he hurt himself by not catching passes. I think he hurt himself to save his body. For another season. Probably. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think bottom wins this game. I do too. I think JP is on a huge bye week. And that, yeah, we're going to give this one to bottom. Give it to bottom. Bottom, you win. Congratulations. All right. So with that, the next matchup we're going to look at is yours. I believe we're looking oh. at Bliss versus Stephanie. Let's check this out. LASIK bro versus Stephanie. I don't, I don't like my chances. <laughs> um, I've got some questions. Um, Sony Michelle and Tony Pollard. Are you playing them for gonna, now, or are you trying to like wait and see if they get the starting job later on? Like, what are you doing there? I'm gonna look tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think they're still gonna be a second string running back tomorrow? Maybe. Probably. Probably, maybe, maybe, probably. What would you do? My team's so fucked. I have no idea. Like, Are you just... asking, should we take a deep dive into the waiver wire? 
I think we shall. Let's do Let's it. Let's take a nice big deep dive into the waiver wire. This what could be done about this shithole team? Um, it's so bad. Who do we got? J.D. McKissick? No. All right, well, how many oh. running backs do you have? You have... Uh, you've got a couple. You've got Najee. Shit. Do you have one decent? Oh, because Camaro's on by. Okay, so you need at least one decent running back. Oh man, this is hard. Um, yeah, you don't. Oh god. Um. Oh god. Oh god. There's nothing on the. Oh, oh Jesus. How do you feel about Wayne Gallman? Or Larry Roundtree. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, there's not a lot to say about my team. Like, Mark right. Ingram has some name recognition. And uh, Ryan Nall had a hell of a career at Oregon State. Right now, because I said Ryan Nall, fucking bottom just jumped out of his goddamn chair. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> All right, fine. Play one of them, but do not play both of them. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Why do you have Philip Lindsay and David Johnson on your bench? What I are you know. doing there? What are you wait, waiting for? Wait, you like both of them? No one likes any of them. I don't know, Julian. It's been, I'm, I don't know. All right. Not we're going to replace them right now. We're I looking We're looking at the I already, wire. I just um, did think. What, are, what do you think about Rondale Moore? Or um, Tim Patrick, or Darnell Mooney, or all of them. I, mean, I am on Raw St. Brown. Pick someone. Do something. Well, I'll Randall do it. Cobb is pretty cool. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Ooh, take Randall Cobb and Josh Gordon. Do it. Let's fucking monopolize the names that make you feel warm and comfy at night. That was so long ago. As long as we're at it, should we get Devontae Freeman? <laughs> no, but Josh Gordon's on Kansas City, and Randall Cobb was requested by name by Aaron Rodgers. I don't think they're bad. I think those two are better than the horseshit running backs you keep on your bench for absolutely no goddamn reason. You don't like my running backs? Here's the thing. If you want them back, I guarantee you you can get them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's probably fair. Uh, hey, look, they still got Josh Gordon in a Seahawks jersey. I know. I know how I feel about that. All right. So with that, Stephanie wins. Although Stephanie, Melvin Gordon might get benched. And I I don't know. I don't think she's been working the wire well at all. But um, she at least well, she, doesn't have both David Johnson and Philip Lindsay on her bench. So I, I just fixed it. <laughs> you fixed it just now? Am I, I refreshing? Oh, man. We did, we, did we just fucking make some differences in the world? Oh, look at that. Is that Josh cool. Gordon I see? That is Josh Gordon. Makes oh. me feel warm and cozy. All right. You can keep Philip Lindsay if that's what you want. But at least we made a little bit of advancement. Okay. All right. So then the last matchup is going to be me versus Zach. Um, I got three points out of Devontae Smith. So clearly this one's over. Uh, I'll let you project this matchup. I gotta find your game. Holy shit! Is it uh, is it gonna be Zach's graveyard of fucking running backs, where he has led to the death of uh, Chris Carson, Christian McCaffrey, potentially Damian Harris, 
Alexander Madison is now in the back. Like he's got a lot of dudes not playing football as running backs. And Trey Lance, well, I guess he's on a bye. Um, or is it? Uh, You're starting you, Trevor Lawrence. I've been starting Trevor Lawrence. He's my better quarterback. I start Trevor Lawrence, and I'm starting Geno Smith. Wait, you hold on. You have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. You just eviscerated yeah. me for how long has Justin Fields been on your roster? The entire season. <laughs> Well, Julian, if you drop him and you want him back, I guarantee no, you. No, no, there'd be a feeding frenzy for him because of his running capability that he is going to untap. <laughs> I feel so much better now. Um, I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy this at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just off a of first look, just based off of quarterbacks alone, I mean, I guess you have Zeke, but yeah, Zach, you got this in the bag. Congrats, bud. Is that your review? <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot else. Chase Claypool. I guess That's a person. Don't say it like that. That's a real person. <laughs> you do have Darren Waller. I love Michael Dixon, obviously. <clears throat> um, I didn't realize Zach had Alex Collins as his backup. Or maybe he picked him up while no one was looking. I'm not quite sure. Um, so now I've got a root against Alex Collins, which I don't love. But I got Geno Smith. And I'll let you know that Geno Smith threw eight <laughs> touchdowns and zero interceptions in 2008 in a, a college game. So that's pretty West, cool. When he was at West Virginia? Yeah. And he had he, he had superstar Tavon Austin. Against uh, Miami, Ohio. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. You think about the details that no one cares about. All right. Uh, who wins? Who wins, damn it? Zach. Cause... Fuck you. Don't like you. <laughs> Not a huge fan of you. Never have been. You are. All right. Now that we're on the topic of Geno Smith, and now that we've got a little bit more booze running of our veins, and now we've done that of all of our things, and most people could just, yeah, you can just, you can just click stop. Now, now you don't need to listen anymore because we've done all the finicky stuff. No, this is going to get spicy. What the fuck is going to happen with the Seahawks versus Pittsburgh? Do I dare be an optimist? Is that allowed? It's your journey. You choose. My journey. Okay, here's here's my long take. I've actually liked Geno for a while. I liked him. Don't laugh or you can laugh i don't care i liked him on the jets i thought he had a shit deal he is on a terrible fucking team i did like him in college and i'll be honest he looked pretty fucking good until was it lockett that trip that wasn't even his fault he threw that interception and he looked legit up until that moment so very cautiously tiptoeing optimistic also our running game looked all right that'll help him a ton uh to your point collins actually looks fucking uh qualified to run the ball he does so, look faster yeah i i am very cautiously optimistic that maybe what they're saying six weeks i mean it's uh ir for both of them so at the very least three uh russ could be back in four i thought it was oh it was four to six is that what I yeah, read? yeah yeah it's the ir means three but yeah it could be longer but they're saying with this because it's like his fingers. He's, it's four to six, but he's a fast healer, I believe is what they said. He's got God on his side. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I see a world where we get three to four wins out of that. I, I think we beat Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh fucking sucks. Roethlisberger looks like <laughs> I mean he looks like I would look like on the field. <laughs> I feel like I will say Roethlisberger looks like a fucking stuttering piece of shit. But um, so all right. Well, here's my question: Russ is out. Geno Smith, we have now convinced ourselves, looks yeah. phenomenal so wait, because he's doing the Shane Waldron thing. He's listening to the system. He's following the rules. Do we hate secretly? Do we hate Russell Wilson deep in our bodies? And we're just kind of finding you, out. I've told you this since he was drafted. I said, God. the oh minute my God. I start losing, I will turn on him. Like a <laughs> You've been holding this resentment in this entire Yo, time. I, this, I said this year one. I said the this minute long this long fucking third round him. piece of shit fucks up. No, because I, I was... We were there together. Like I, I, I said he's legit. I'm glad they named him the starter. It was way better than Matt Flynn back in the day. I'm just saying he's such a douchebag that the minute he stops winning, I will turn on him like a goddamn uh, Ferrari. I don't know what turns really fast. What is wrong with us? Why? Can, why can Seahawks not, fans not, agree with me? not enjoy Russell Wilson? No, I just, Do you I not just agree with. I think that we're in a, a super weird space where we have been the second the second highest winning franchise in football over the past decade. Second to the pits to the fucking Patriots. And we're not handling it well. We fucking lose our shit on Russell Wilson whenever we can. No, we, there's more than that. You're, we do you're not, not we we, we do I get Hold it. On. We don't play normal games. But no, like we are guaranteed the playoffs every year, and we hate it. You're not you're not giving a full pick. It's also the off season, born again virgin, like <laughs> the weird shit. Like this isn't Just Aaron close Rodgers, your eyes. Like, Just close your stuff. eyes, like, and it tastes great. I can't. <laughs> we texted each other some of the dumb shit. Don't talk does. about our texts. Don't you talk about those. <laughs> You knew I was gonna. Re- you knew exactly how I was gonna respond to this question. God. Listen, as long as we're winning, we're all right. I'm all right with Russ as long as we're winning. <laughs> it is true. If win- winning does change anything, and if he wasn't winning games, we would have fucking run that guy out of town so fast because oh he's insufferable and. Oh, That's dude. true, but like he's winning, so like we're on board. But man, it's of kind of it's not a good relationship deep inside, and it's I don't know if he'll ever go anywhere else. Honestly, I don't want him to. I don't. No, I don't want to do. go don't back. Like I don't want to go back, like Ben. No, and we both remember the awful years. Do you know who the remember last quarterback I- to start for the Seattle Seahawks was? Uh, I was going to say it was Matt Flynn and Charlie no, Whitehurst. Tavares. Jackson. Oh fuck me! I do remember that. That was so bad. Yeah. Did he die? Yes. Oh, that's awful. So this is a pretty sweet spin that I should have cool. probably thought about before saying that fact out loud. Cool. <laughs> anyway, that's, back that's to probably Russ. Don't get paid for this. I have one more. I have one more thing to say about Russ. What? He used to be playing like an like a like a virgin who was filled with rage and and needed to play football. Yeah. To get a, get this rage out. Now he's playing like a married dude with two kids. 
saving his, you know, saving his body? I don't. What is that? Was it mean? What is it? I'm just saying he's not playing like a guy filled with rage. He can't get out anymore. So maybe. <laughs> he used to be. I mean, yeah, maybe he'll come back with that finger rage. I don't know. I, I don't no, know. It's more than that. It's more. Remember during that Green Bay game, like a uh, year two, with the year we lost to the Patriots for the interception. Yeah. That Green Bay game is one of the best games I've ever seen in my fucking life. Mm-hmm. With like two minutes to go, he is like crying, screaming on the sidelines to the entire team that we're going to win this game. And he's got like tears pouring out of his eyes and they fucking, he like act of God willed them to victory. I don't see Russ summoning the good Lord these days. That's a fair point. I remember that Rams game where we just sucked absolute shit in the playoffs or the wild card. And no, he was not running up and down the sidelines fucking crying. Uh, no, he was not. He, w- he seemed like a guy who could probably be cool going home and, and fucking his hot wife. And Tom Brady, for having a hot wife, doesn't do that. He still has the rage. Are we saying inside. right now on this? Are we breaking the news right now that Tom Brady <laughs> does not get to fuck unless he wins the Super Bowl? Is that what we're saying? I, I feel like he might have he might have been the one imposing Give Giselle it, the yeah. rings because she is the true winner of Super Bowls. <laughs> but but who but Brady himself probably the dude doesn't eat bread so he probably imposed that rule. He's got like, rage no, in so many other places. Yeah, he's just he's the one who imposed the rule. He's like, don't do it. I need this. I need the I need rage. The rage. You know he's fucked up. Like Russ isn't fucked up. Russ is happy right now. And you that can't, you can't have that, a happy quarterback. You should get the most unhappy quarterback. That's what happened to Cam. Everyone was so happy. He seemed pretty happy. Yeah. You can't have a happy quarterback. All right. Yeah. So my last question before I start to cue the music is: Is this our Super Bowl XL right now? Are we doing this again? Super Bowl XL 2005 Steelers. Versus Seahawks. What do you like? Is there going to be a blown call that costs us the game? What I'm are just we... saying, is this our redemption song right now? Geno Smith beating if the Steelers, losing to Geno Smith. Does this make up the Super Bowl <laughs> XL? We won't know until the end of the game. If, if somehow, like here's what I'm seeing. I don't. I watched a little of the Steelers game the other day. It, it looks like with every step, Roethlisberger's knees might literally just shatter, like the South Park episode where they all get surged. Like <laughs> it does, it does. It, it looks, looks like exactly that. like that. So let me let me put it this way: if this is the game where Roethlisberger gets a career, not a season, a career-ending injury, uh, facing Geno Smith, yes, this is our. We've been waiting for you, motherfucker limp off into the sunset you piece of shit but if it's a close game and we happen to pull it out and scrape out a win no well you heard it here and that is the finicky podcast ben bliss you did a fantastic you're not gonna get i'm cranking the music we can talk later this is the finicky podcast today and good night oh that's horseshit